What's up, healthy family? Community Manager Jordan here with another episode of Member Spotlight. So excited to have a brand new healthy community coach, Pamela, with us tonight, aka Pammy, who is going to be here to talk all about her health and wellness journey. We've had her on the podcast before, um, way back when I was still in Alabama, so it's nice to get her back on. Let's get her journey talked about again, and then that way you guys can have another familiar face on social media with some of our community coaches. So I know that it's going to take a couple minutes for people to join the live. Um, so go ahead as you're coming in. I see the numbers going up as you're coming in. Go ahead and uh, type below in the chat in the comments where you are watching from. If this is your first time, let us know how you found healthy. Let us know what plan you're on. If you are viewing this on the replay, go ahead and type in the comments hashtag replay. And if you haven't yet, sign up for Pro. We had an amazing Black Friday sale, Cyber Monday sale. It was great. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get Pamela on. Hi, everyone. Hey, Pammy. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you for having me back. Hello to everyone who has been here before with me or who's new and seeing my face maybe for the first time um, or maybe seeing me live for the first time if you saw some of my older healthy like Instagram content. Yeah, definitely, Um, definitely. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Pammy. Yeah. So my name is Pamela or Pammy on Instagram and Pammy's Lifestyle. I am on the carb conscious plan. That's the plan that I've been on the majority of the time that I've done healthy. Every once in a while, I go back and forth, better balance, calorie command. We all do. If you know, especially the coaches, like I think it's kind of really important as a coach to play around a little bit so we can speak to the different plans and who they might be best for. But I typically do carb conscious. I've lost about 25-ish pounds, 25 to 30, kind of goes up and down. To be completely honest with everyone, I did originally lose over 50. And I have put some of that back on. And we can talk today about why and um, how that happened. And it's not necessarily all bad. But um, yeah, as Gordon said, I was on the podcast before. So I encourage all of you to go back and listen to that episode. Um, Obviously, we will be covering some of it again today, and some of it will be new because I'm at a different point in my journey, in my life. Um, Things are very different these days, which is um, why I'm excited to be back. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you so much again for being on. Um, I know this isn't your first time, but for Mm -hmm. those that that this is the first time watching on here, let's start from the beginning. I know that you had um, found healthy, joined, lost weight for the wedding. Let's go back to there when you first started with. Yes. So I originally joined Healthy as an alternative to another app, which we, the app we shall not mention, but um, most people in Healthy, you know what it is. And I was honestly just looking for something that was cheaper, easier, had more options um, that I could play around with if something wasn't working for me. And I found the Healthy app back when it was iTrack Bites. I joined, I started on Sugar Smart. I pretty quickly jumped that ship. I do not like the Sugar Smart plan. Great if it's working for you. And joined uh, Curb Conscious. And then I started pretty rapidly losing dramatic weight. So like I said, I lost over 50 pounds in probably a little bit less than a year. A lot of that was through healthy. A lot of that was also through running. So kind of in the middle of that journey, I became a runner. Um, I had never run before in my life. Since then, I'm a marathoner and all kinds of things. 
Um, and that's affected my journey a lot. But I started um, running and exercising and kind of changing everything. Lost all that weight, had my wedding. Um, I lost six dress sizes for my wedding dress. I actually, my wedding just ended up being too big and it was falling down throughout my wedding, but it's okay. Uh, no one noticed. Um, so I'm told, I think people are just being nice. But um, I mean, people noticed I lost a lot of weight. People did not notice that the dress was like a million sizes too big. But yeah, I got married. And then um, since then, like I said, it, there's been some life changes. We moved. We moved states just like Jordan did since the last yes. time we talked. Yep. And a lot of the past year has been me focused kind of more on holistic health instead of just weight loss. So focusing on my physical health, my mental health, all the different healthy habits, like I said, a little bit less on the weight, um, and then focusing a lot on kind of my journey as an athlete, as a runner, and what that looks like, um, and fueling for that, which is a very different process. Yeah. So, you know, you did what a lot of people do. They have a goal, they set it, they meet it. You know, you were down 50 pounds for your wedding. I know that you had uh, mentioned, you know, some weight gain and about how not all weight gain is necessarily bad or mm -hmm. looked upon bad. Explain to us kind of, you know, I've seen your wedding pictures because you post them on Instagram and all that stuff. And you look great in either one, mm -hmm. either in when you were 50 pounds down or you were 25 to 30 pounds down. What, like, how did you take, because I know a lot of our members, me especially, have had weight gain. And sometimes yeah. it has a negative effect on our mental health. How how has that been for you? Yeah. I mean, to be completely honest, it has had some negative effect. I still would like to lose a little bit more weight, um, especially for my honeymoon, which is right around the corner. But like I said, I'm trying to focus. First of all, I choose to always try to focus, even when I was doing really pushing for the weight loss, on the things I can control. You really can't control what the numbers on the scale says yeah. on a given day to day. What can you control? You can control what you're putting into your mouth. You can control how much water you're drinking. You can control steps you're taking. Now, obviously, depending on where you are in your life, some things may or may not be out, may or may not be in your control. And you have to take that into account too. But yeah. you have to think about what is your controllables? What can you do? And what can't you do? Like I said, you may not be, a, you I can tell you, you can't control the number on the scale. Yeah. And there may be other factors that you can't control at a given time. And that's okay. I also think it's important to think about the fact that health is forever. Weight loss may not be forever. Frankly, most people are not the same weight their whole life. Yeah. Even, you know, people who we look at who are like, oh my God, I want to look like them. First of all, they may not be happy with how they look or their yeah. weight. They may not be there in a healthy way. And they may not look like that for the rest of their life. So I think it's really important to think about like the stages of life, where we're at. Like I said, I talk a lot about kind of what my goals are. The fact that, you know, running, talk about running is boring for people who don't run. But like, that's been a huge part of my journey this year. Yeah, I ran a marathon. I will tell you, and I don't know how non-runners know this, mm. most marathoners, especially most first-time marathoners, put on weight while they're training for a marathon. You're like, how is that possible? You're running yeah. a million miles a day. Yeah. Well, you're gaining muscle. You're eating a lot more than you've probably like, ever eaten in your life. And you have to, to stay healthy yeah. uh, when you're running a marathon. And that's just how it goes. So I think it's really important to think about kind of, like I said, am I holistically healthy? Am I doing the best that I can do right now? Am I making the best choices that I'm in that's in my ability to make? 
and focus less on just like what that number looks like. Even when you asked how much weight I had lost, I like cringe a little bit. I'm like, oh, I don't like, I know if I want to share that number, especially because I do feel like there is a bit of shame in the weight loss community about putting weight back on. And I feel like we honestly make people feel too bad about that. Yeah, I, we, think that, I think that there's a lot of shade that is thrown to people yeah. who have weight gain. Um, mm-hmm. One thing to know is, I mean, you can talk to, I can interview a lot of people that have got to goal. Yeah. And I mean, you don't stay at that number the rest of your life. There are plenty of mm-hmm. our members, many of our coaches that are at goal weight right now. And they kind of give themselves like a 10, a 10 pound kind of mm-hmm. way to fluctuate. Kind yeah. of if they get above that 10 pounds, hey, it's time to reel it back in. And let's yeah, I, start, I start definitely recommend a five to 10 pound kind of goal range or like range that you're okay with. And that's why I said, I don't even say 25 or 30. I say between 25 and 30 because it yeah. changes day to day. Yeah. And thinking about the fact that, you know, I like to think that all of our members are doing this in a healthy way and all of our coaches are, but you don't know someone's story and you don't yep. know, are they eating all of their dailies? Are yep. they eating enough weeklies? Are they eating enough calories? I can tell you that getting down to 50 pounds, like I probably was not eating enough calories. I, yep. you know, I look back on some of those things. I'm like, mm, maybe this wasn't the healthiest way to approach this. Yeah. You know, do you feel, and only you can answer this for yourself, do you feel okay like eating everything? Are you missing out on, you know, major things, vacations, time with family? I was because I was scared of eating food that other people were eating. Yeah. Um, I was scared of eating regular peanut butter. I promise you can eat regular peanut butter unhealthy, and I do regularly now, but I was not before. So, yeah, like I said, thinking about, some of those mindset things and, you know, remembering to give ourselves grace and give others grace. Like I feel like we're all way too focused on what this person's doing, what that person's doing. Have they put on the weight? And like, you just don't know the full, the full backstory. You know, if someone just looked at me and they said, Oh, she put back on 25 more pounds. Well, she ran a marathon. She ran two half marathons, you know, things, things are, you just don't know. And I like Um, that you, and I like that you mentioned that, because to a lot of people, they might not 100% realize it, um, especially if they're not athletes or runners in general, that you know when you're running and especially you're training so much day in, day out with how many miles you do for a marathon to train, <laughs> that's excess calories that you're needing to fuel your body or you're just going to hurt yourself mm-hmm. in the long run. You're going to do damage. Yes, you definitely... You're If you're an athlete, you're, you're going to have to eat the weeklies. Yep. Um, please, please, for the love of God, eat your weeklies. T- talk also to like professionals about mm-hmm. how many calories you should be eating, your points, and make sure that in healthy, your settings are set for the correct amount of activity that yeah. you're doing. So there are some guides in there that tell you, and you can also probably reach out to Jordan, you can reach out to one of the coaches like me and, you know, kind of talk to someone about what that setting should look like. But what I'm talking about is if you go deep into the settings, you have the option to like, I live a sedentary lifestyle or I live like a moderate lifestyle. Mm. Mine is set for heavy because I'm out there running all the time and I'm like, there's so many miles. But originally mine was set for sedentary because I do have a desk job. I was knocking a lot of exercise. That's going to affect your calories. At least on my plan, it affects your calories more than your bites. Yeah. Or sorry, more than your points. But you should, your bites, bites. Yeah. But you should still um, 
you should still be setting it correctly um, and setting it for the life that you're in currently. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, Pammy, curious to know, since the last time we talked, what is a normal life for you on healthy carb conscience? Because like I said before, you know, last time I interviewed you, you're in a different state, different mm-hmm. state of life in general. What does it look like for you right now? Yeah. So well, last time we talked, I was also doing in combination with healthy, I was doing intermittent fasting, which mm-hmm. I do know a lot of our members do. I'm not doing that anymore. So my day-to-day looks very different based on whether I'm in the office or at home. I go in the office twice a week um, and I have a very long commute. My schedules also change, so I start work a lot earlier, which means I'm up early at the crack of dawn. I do not like it. But usually, you know, I get up. It's probably easier to explain on days I'm home. So I'll get up, I'll, you know, take my medications, kind of start my day. Usually I have some water. I typically do still wait a few hours before I have breakfast. That's less to do with the intermittent fasting and more to do with just just the fact that I'm getting up really early. I don't want to eat breakfast too early and then be hungry by lunchtime. Oh, yeah, definitely. And yeah, so I get up and then breakfast usually still 50% protein-ish, 50% carbs. I have certain foods that I like to eat again and again and again. Breakfast is usually at least in any week it's usually the same things for me. So um, this morning I had a protein shake and it had spinach and berries in it. And then I had cereal and my cereal um, was, you know, weighed out. So I made sure it was the right amount with the uh, bites and tracked. Um, I pre-track, I try to pre-track everything I eat. I've gotten worse about like actually not eating the things that I've pre-tracked, which like I need to get back in that habit. Yeah. Uh, and then lunch is, you know, often a sandwich and usually a piece of fruit. I usually try to have at lunch, I'll try to have a fruit, a vegetable, something protein and carby kind of combined, like yeah. a sandwich with meat. And then uh, maybe something small for dessert. And we're talking less than 100 calories usually. Yeah. And then an afternoon snack, most of the time, oftentimes zero bite foods. And then dinner. And dinner is, dinner looks different every day. Um, yeah. Based on, you know, I do eat the same things as my husband. He is not unhealthy. Um, so we try to pick healthy-ish meals and things that work with my uh, bites. But, you know, it is what it is. And yeah, that's kind of how it looks like. You know, like I said, most days also involve some sort of running. What I've found, and I'm still playing around with it. Everything, you know, kind of gets adjusted and takes time. Yeah. But typically, I do not track or worry about the bites for the things I eat while running. Gotcha. So if you're a runner, you need to eat. If you're running any more than an hour, you need to be eating while you're running. Um, And, you know, and if you've seen people who run long distances, they eat things like gels and bars and all kinds of weird things. They eat fruit, potatoes with their hands. Runners are weird people. Um, (laughs) But basically, I try to follow guidelines for what runners should be. And there's a lot of information out there. Yeah, And then I don't, I often track it in my tracker, but I don't worry about like how it necessarily contributes to my bites, if that makes sense. No, so don't worry about the fact that this is three or four or whatever, especially because running fuels and pretty much anything that's in the athlete world, it's going to be higher in bites. No, all yeah, those no. things that are, especially on my plan, all those things are extremely heavy in carbs and sugar. Those yeah. gels are like pure sugar. Pure yeah. carbs isn't bad, but just like that's going to affect your points and your bites and stuff a lot. 
Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, drink a, drink a lot of water, a lot of water. It's like my number one tip. I'm like, you want to lose weight or you want to be healthy. You need a, a lot of water, at least half your body weight. Yeah. Normally about half a gallon to a gallon. Yeah. I would say if, if your half your body weight is more than a gallon, consult a doctor about how much water you should be drinking. In general, yeah. it's to consult a doctor about how many ounces. I yeah. I aim for between half my body weight and a gallon personally. Yeah. But it never hurts to ask a doctor and also ask a doctor, obviously, if you have anything that would contribute to the, like you needing to drink less or more, you know, things like diabetes and different medical issues. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So from all of your experience that you've had with weight loss, et cetera, how do you find motivation right now? Like, because I know that we're after Thanksgiving, getting ready to be the new year. <laughs> a lot of people are wanting to hear from people or see people and get motivation somehow. So how do you find that with your journey? Yeah, I'd say a lot of it is Instagram. Honestly, follow people who are on healthy or ideally who are doing the same plans as you, but they don't even have to be doing the same plans as you. Yeah. Follow them anyway. Follow all the coaches. Like the thing, especially about the healthy coaches, is they're all pretty active on Instagram. We post a lot, not just both on the healthy page and on our personal pages. Get on Facebook. We have some healthy Facebook groups that you can join. And also, you know, if the healthy community is huge and hopefully you can find enough support there and enough people, but you can follow people who even aren't doing healthy, who are just, yeah. you know, on their own weight loss journey, doing their own thing. Um, I can follow a lot of them, see what recipes they're cooking. Maybe they're making something special for a holiday dinner. That's like healthier. Yeah. yeah. Looking at that type of thing and, and interact with those people. Like, I love it when people actually interact with me on Instagram. I'm like, wow, you know, I yeah. want to do this, or do you have a suggestion for that? That's great. Great relationships. And yeah, create relationships. I also always recommend if you feel like you're in a rut at any time of the year, join some type of challenge. Yeah. So you can join us. I don't, I do not like diet bets because once again, something that you can't control. Yeah. Um, necessarily losing that 4% and, you know, whatever, but you can join a step bet. Mm -hmm. You can join some sort of Instagram challenge. So if you're following on Instagram, you know that I started, I joined one yesterday. Yeah. It's just like a free Instagram challenge, you know, drink 60 ounces of water and track your food for 25 days. I can do that. I did a lot of challenges when I was losing that 50 pounds originally, a lot of free Instagram challenges. I don't really like 75 hard, but if you do, you can do that. Yeah. Definitely finding good, sustainable goals. We actually, yeah. I just got off of a podcast recording today with head coach Lisa that we kind of discussed this ourselves that'll be live this week on the podcast. Um, so it's really cool that you're that you're saying to do that because we're getting ready to hit the you know end of the year, beginning of the year, and so we need mm -hmm. those small obtainable goals to be able yeah. to, I, to reach. I would it. definitely say think about whenever you're looking at a challenge is to think about a what you can control, which is why I said I I personally do not recommend the diet bets. And think about what is small and what is hopefully semi-sustainable for you. So like part of why I don't recommend some challenges like 75 hard is that they're very hard. There are a lot of steps and they take a lot of time usually aren't very sustainable. Though for some people they are. It's yeah. going to depend on your lifestyle. So for each of these challenges are kind of look at, you know, what do I need to do? Is that something that I can do every day? And like, 
And I think already in advance about what what I'm going to take out of it, like going into the future. So for instance, when I was losing all that weight during the wedding, I did like a 30 day like challenge that one of my friends made up on Instagram. And like some of the stuff like drinking the water, I then took on with me and kept doing every day. Yeah, after it was done. But other things like take a photo, take a progress photo of yourself every day. I didn't continue doing that, but I knew going into the challenge that I wasn't going to do that every day after it finished. Yeah. You know, I've also seen a lot of challenges that involve tracking. Some of them will be like track every single day, you know, for a hundred days or 30 days, wherever. For some of you, especially who aren't in the regular habit of tracking every day, that may not be the easiest or the most sustainable thing or even the best option. But a lot of them, um, I know this girl who does challenges and she does like track five out of seven days every week. Yeah. Or get your green dot six out of seven days or five yeah. out of seven days every week. That might be more sustainable. No, yeah, um, definitely. So yeah, look at that and maybe create your own. If you can't find any of these you know, challenges online that you want to join, um, I also want to say, I know that healthy, the healthy Facebook community does have a challenge right now called maintain, don't gain yep. um, for the holidays. Um, but if none of the challenges are appealing to you, think about creating your own little mini one, you know, yeah. what can I do for the next 10 or 20 days? And once again, thinking about making it holistic, it doesn't have to be about weight loss. It doesn't even necessarily have to be about food or the healthy app. It can be, I'm going to read 10 pages of personal development yeah. or I'm going to meditate for 15 minutes every day for a month. Yeah. Um, that can, those types of things can really help you. No, um, I love it. Love that. Pammy, so for somebody, what is, you know, I always ask you questions and I want to know how it's changed for you. What is something so like, especially after, you know, a little bit of weight gain, you've lost the weight, you've had a little bit of weight gain. What's something now looking back on at the beginning of your journey, do you wish you would have knew? Like, you know, from the from the very beginning, especially now from being on it so long. Yeah, I mean, I just wish I knew kind of that like my weight wasn't going to stay that low forever. And yeah. uh, I mean, I, I really thought it was like, well, there's people that's like, I kept it off forever. Um, yeah. No. I wish I knew that. I wish I like, I wish I really knew to trust the program. Like in the beginning, in the very beginning of my healthy journey, I was all about like eat under your dailies, you know, oh, this is too much. Oh, this is too little. Oh, this is that. Like I always say, pick, pick one of the plans, try it out, give it an honest try. Trust that like a lot of this is based in science and in you know what's worked for a lot of people and if it's not working go meet with a doctor and talk to them and honestly maybe meet with a few or like get a second opinion because doctors are really bad in this country about like weight stigma and kind of you know the answer to everything is weight loss and bull crap with the bmi and whatnot um so i say talk to a doctor but also yeah. if your doctor isn't taking you seriously or helping you maybe go get a new doctor seriously <laughs> i know that's not easy for everyone but just just consider it and yeah and just know that like everyone is on their own journey no one's journey is gonna look the same i've looked at so many healthy coaches and i'm like wow your life is so different than mine or your journey is so different than mine and I think it's really important not to compare ourselves to others and not to assume that you know someone's story um, yeah. or you know why someone's gaining weight or why someone's losing weight or, you know, 
just to give an example from another healthy coach, I followed closely for a while. Um, oh my God, what's her actual name? Diva and the Divine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin. Yeah. Brianna? Yeah. I don't know why I thought Devin. Brianna, I followed her journey for like a long time very closely. And like she was doing a lot of things. She knows a lot about nutrition. She was doing a lot of like calorie cycling and things that I kind of didn't know about and didn't fully make sense for my life. It was very interesting to learn about. So yeah, just kind of like watching different people understand that not everyone is in, you know, the same cycle of life, has the same circumstances and and finding your own journey. Yeah. So what's something now as we come to an end of our life, we're almost at the 30 minute mark. What's something that you want to tell new members or people that are listening to the podcast that are really wanting to get their health and wellness journey started, but they just don't know what to do. What do you want to tell them to kind of encourage them to get started? Pick a plan. Think when you look at the different plans, think about the one that's most similar to like how you want to eat or how you're currently eating. Um, you know, I always say that like sugar is smart and even better balance to some extent. Those don't work for me because honestly, I eat a lot of processed foods. That's yeah. okay. Think about how you're actually eating or how you actually want to be eating and whether that yeah. plan is right for you. Give it the good old college fashion try. Like, try it for a couple of weeks, ideally, the way it's intended, and then go from there. If it's not the right plan, try something else. Talk to someone yeah. um, and drink your water. Yeah. Love it. Love Start it. drinking your water today. Everyone, yes. everyone go take a sip. Yes. When you get off the podcast. Put, I put in some pomegranate water enhancers yeah. in mine. Oh, and that's actually a great tip. If you don't like your water, it's still water if you put something in it. Yeah. So you can put fruit in it. You can make tea. You can, don't, don't add a lot of sugar and milk to your tea, but you can make yeah. like unsweetened tea. Yeah. Uh, Water enhancers. Yes. I have a lot of them. I love them. I put them in my water all the time. It's still yeah. water. It still counts. Love it. Love um, it. Sammy? I always say one last thing. Eat and yeah. drink what's convenient for you and what you like. Yes. Don't force yourself. Ew. Mm-hmm. No, no. Okay. All right, Pammy. Thank you so much for being on here again, for your journey to get out there. Congratulations on becoming a healthy community coach on this new round that we brought in. And I'm so excited to, you know, be with you again tonight to hear your journey and hear your story. And go ahead and let people know where they can find you on social before we head off. Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Pammy's Lifestyle. I don't really have a Facebook page, but you'll see me pop up in the group sometimes. Yeah. Instagram is the main place and my website, which is PammysLifestyle.com. Pretty much everything social media is Pammy's Lifestyle. So Alrighty. if it okay. exists and I'm using it, that's probably my hashtag or my YouTube name. <laughs> but right, yeah, you can go find me and ask me questions. If there's anything you have that I said tonight that you have a question about, go ask me over there and I'll give you an answer. Thank you so much, Pammy. You have a good rest your night. You too. Bye everyone. All right, guys. Thank you for joining me for another member spotlight meeting. I love doing these on Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Please go give a follow to Pamela at Pammy's Lifestyle and also at Pammy'sLifestyle.com. I have put those in the comments below and I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving and do not forget that the end of the year is coming. Let's get some small attainable goals and let's reach them and crush them. So like I said, my name is the Community Manager Jordan and I do this every single Tuesday at 7 Standard Time and I will see you all again next Tuesday. Bye guys.